So this is Wife Material Podcast, Episode 8, Traditional versus Modern Marriages. Well, first off, there's three different things to, to think about in, in life. Is There's obviously being single, being in a woman, um, being the provider while the man be the housekeeper um, you know, scenario. And, and then there's the traditional, which is the man is the provider and the woman is the housekeeper, right? Or caregiver is the proper term. So the point is, is that, all right, so there's traditional versus modern. Single is irrelevant because single people, they don't contribute to the human human race, um, you know, lasting for thousands and thousands of years because, you know, they tend to be the selfish ones. So I don't care about the selfish people, people that don't think about the greater good. The greater good is men and women getting together because men and women are the ones that reproduce. Any other variation of that arrangement don't, repro- don't produce uh, children, don't produce humans for the human race to continue for thousands or millions of years from now, right? So I only care about the arrangement where a child is more likely to be born and raised properly, preferably properly. Um, so that's where it's traditional versus modern. I totally support the idea, and if it works, it works, right? The idea of a woman um, bread, breadwinner and a male um, house, you know, uh, um, caregiver, right? I'm okay with that arrangement if everybody plays their part right and you make it work. But most women who are breadwinners, most women who get the bag, who make a lot of money, tend to not want to be in that type of relationship. Usually they tend to chase guys who don't want to be the caregiver. That they tend to chase guys who are breadwinners. And it don't make no sense for a woman that makes money to go chase a guy that makes money. Makes no sense. Both of y'all doing the same thing. Y'all doing the same thing. Because y'all doing the same thing, there's no attraction. There's no interest in, in, in that scenario because, because people want what they, well, I'll, I'll speak for men specifically, is men want what they don't have. They don't want what they already have. I don't want a woman that has a lot of money. Let me, re, let me rephrase that. I don't want a woman's money because I have my own. Therefore, her making money means nothing to me. I've said it before, money doesn't matter to me in general because money is just a tool. I don't value money like a lot of other people do. A lot of people think money is important. I do not. It's just a tool. It's no different from a hammer or a spoon that I use to to eat my soup. It's just a tool. It's it's a man-made construct. It's a man-made item that is made for us to use to interact with one another. Ultimately, we humans have to interact with one another and that's what's more important to me. Human interaction is more important than money. If I had to choose between having being a billionaire or having a wife, I would choose a wife. Obviously, it's the better choice. Why? Money don't mean shit to me. Also, my money, but it's not going to bring me happiness unless I can use that money to get to get me a wife, right? Which is the only reason being rich is valuable to me, in the sense that hey, once I have a lot of money. I have a lot of wife, uh, a lot of uh, potential wives, a lot of women who want to be wives because I have the money. That's why it's kind of productive that that women who who do like me, but that's the thing—they like me 
but they have their own money and it's like okay you got your own money so you don't you don't need my money you'll gladly spend my money but you don't need my money like it's it's not something that it's my money's not beneficial to you you'll gladly waste my money but it's no benefit to you it's not like it will bring you happiness it's not like it will make your life better because it's not like it's going my money's going to help you get stuff you otherwise couldn't get that's the problem men have a lot of money men work hard so that way they can provide that's why we're no that's why we men are always referred to as providers that means givers money makers to give it to the ladies to women we have nice cars and houses for you ladies we created this world for you ladies the men is made though the world is made by men yes but we made it for women we made it because women do not want to have sex in caves so we created houses now you can have sex in houses right this is why the men is the ones that usually ask the women to marry them it's an agreement that you will be with me only with me for the rest of your life not go around having hot girl summer it's you agreed to be with me so i'm the only penis you should need and we start having babies and we raise them together we have a we have a life together so the day we die if i die before before you fine go go get yourself another man you know go have hot girl summer after i die you know right but not while i'm alive that makes no sense you know, especially if, if if I have to, um, especially if I have a lot of options, I have a whole bunch of women that I could choose from, but I chose you, right? And I choose to be with you and only you. All I ask is, you, you know, you do the same, right? That you, you, you appreciate that. You appreciate that, that I chose you and that you appreciate that you're the only one, you know, because I could stay single and have as many women as I want, but I choose you. That's the whole point. Since I choose you, you need to appreciate that. Most women don't appreciate that. It's like, but I chose you. That usually is a good thing. But women want to act like it's a bad thing if, if they get chosen. It's like, oh no, then now you're selfish. Feel entitled to my money, my resources, but don't feel obligated to be nice to me, to love me unconditionally. You know where there are no other options there are no other men i'm the one that you've been waiting for the one that you'll that, that will be there until the day you die or if i die before you you know i will wait things work out but the thing is i'll be there that's the whole point i'll be there but you have to you have to deserve it you can't just think that i'm supposed to be there like if it's like you're collecting me collecting you're collecting stuff i'm not a uh, accessory right but uh back to the traditional versus modern marriage things like i'm all for the idea of if a woman makes a lot of money and she wants a man she wants to be in a relationship with a man um she, her best bet what will work for her current uh status is to get a man doesn't make a lot of money and who doesn't care about our money because there's some guys who will make less than a woman that makes a lot of money right because you know situation circumstances depending on the situation of why she's making more than him but he doesn't want to be 
in the non-provider role. He wants to be a provider, but he's currently in a relationship with somebody who's financially better at providing. Like just by having the money, having more money makes them a better provider. It's like, okay, so then he's useless to this woman financially. So when the guy becomes financially useless, what does he have left? If he's financially useless, right, then the only thing he has left is what? Protection? His penis? His house, his cars, you know, his... But the thing is, is that if you make more, you can afford more, so you, you'll probably want a bigger house. Since he can't afford a bigger house, he can't be convince you to be like, well, live over here in this house. You'd be like, no, that house is small. This house is big. It's like, yeah, but you bought it. I didn't buy it. You bought it. So, you know, it feels awkward. You know, he wants to feel useful. I said it in my, in my love and security um, episode was the fact that men need to feel useful. You know? The only reason guys, especially me growing up in my generation, it was the fact that it's like, if you wanted, if you wanted a girlfriend, right? You wanted to be in a relationship with a woman. You had a, you had to get a job, and hopefully get a car. So the sooner you get a job, the sooner you get a license, the sooner you're old enough to do those two things. Hurry up and do it. Get those things, and then you can get a girlfriend. Because how are you going to take her to the movies if you can't afford the movies? And are you going to take the bus? That's not going to be cool. She's not going to like the idea of taking the bus. So it would be a good idea for you to get a car. So these are the things guys were taught. And these were true. Because this is what women want. Uh, females, right? Wanted. They liked, they preferred the guys who had money and cars. Because those were resources. These are things women didn't have. They didn't have the money like that. They didn't have the cars like that. Right? So since they didn't have this, being nice to a guy who does have these things, and then this guy will share his money, his car, his ability to move, you know, travel around, was beneficial. Now, women got their own cars, or they just use Uber, got their own money because of however way they get the money. And now they're like, okay, I'm having trouble, you know, being with a man. It's like, hmm. Well, it's because you made men less less useful to you. Because what men used to bring to the table, you already have at the table. You already put it on the table. You got a car, you got money, you got your own place. All right. These are three things guys used to bring to women. They used to men used to bring this to the table for women to be able to benefit from from the income, from the car, you know, from the house. But now, women bring in their own stuff, and it's like, okay, well, since you're already bringing the stuff that I was trying to bring, uh, there's not much here that I bring to you of equal exchange. Because the idea of the table is that I'm bringing stuff to the table that you can use, and then you're supposed to bring stuff to the table that I can use. So your ability to cook is something I can use, so me having a car benefits you so I'll drive you wherever you want, and you'll cook whatever I want. See the trade? It's that whole idea of that I'm giving you stuff you don't have, and you're giving me stuff I don't have, right? That's how we're doing things. That's the way it's supposed to be. But women nowadays, when you ask them, what do you bring to the table? They're quick to be like, 
um, my personality and this thing. It was like, okay, so think things that physically can't be used, your personality and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's good for you. All right, cool. Um, you have a personality. That's nice. So do I. Um, so I can't do nothing much with your personality. Unless your personality equals to money, right? And you're able to use that money to go obtain, you know, you know, stuff that, uh, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Let's go this route. Buying um, cooking uh, uh, equipment and cook and bake and do stuff like that, then that would make sense. But if all it is is that you just have a personality, it's like, Okay, you have a personality. We all have personalities. That's nothing special. What's next? You're going to say you have ears and nose and eyes? Yeah, we all have that. Nothing special. The idea is to bring stuff that is special. And what makes it special is that it's rare. What makes it rare is that there ain't that many, many supply, right? There ain't that much of it around. So a woman bringing her ability to cook, for example, as one many examples, is useful. Because if the guy can't cook, the woman being able to cook is useful to him. That is something she's bringing that he doesn't already have. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way, well, that's the way it used to be. That's the traditional way. Men bring, you know, bring certain things, usually materialistic things, you know, to the table for the woman. And the woman usually brought, um, you know, um, skills and, and willingness to do certain things. You know, like listen, you know, listen to, you know, to, you know, if, if I have a problem, they'll listen to me and a woman, you know, will try to make me feel better about it. Try to give me some advice on how to um, cope with whatever issues I might be having or just, you know, giving me a pep talk, you know, letting me know that, you know, I can do better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can do it, Rocky, and then Rocky goes back into the ring and, you know, wins the fight, right? And then you see how excited he was at the end of the movie. He was like, Adrian, I did it. Yeah, he did it for her. He should have done it for himself, right? He should have done it for himself, but he did it for her. And that's why he gave her the credit, shouted her out, because she was the, the reason that he got up. He wanted to quit. He wanted to quit. He was he was more than willing to like to, to, to quit and let his dream remember he wants to be a champion. That was his dream. And he was very, very close to giving up on his dream. But if it wasn't for Adrian encouraging him, telling him that he has to win. That he has to go in there and he has to win. Oh, that's why I love Adrian so much. I love her character. It's like she was awesome. That's the kind of woman I want. A woman that that at the moment she sees that I'm going to quit even on my own self. Quit on myself, quit on my dream, quit on doing something that I really want to do. She'll tell me that I better do it. You know what I mean? That's where inspiration comes in. The idea that it's like a woman will will make a man better. Right? A lot of women used to believe that, and it has always been true that women do make men better. But nowadays, you know, the modern days, women have been making a habit of making men worse. Because you think Women will make men better. As much as women complain about men, you know, you know, bad relationships, men this, men that. It's like, okay, but what are you doing to to fix it? What are you doing to make men better? Because a lot of the stuff men have done for thousands of years was always 
inspired and motivated by women. Men are born and designed to want women. And a lot of men have done a lot of things in in the name of, of women, right? The the infamous Helen of Troy. One woman caused two nations, two armies of men to fight to the death. One woman did that. What does that tell you? Most women will be like, well, that tells you men are stupid. <laughs> for now, I agree with that. Men are stupid for dying for a dying for her. Because was she really worth it? Was she really worth this whole war? There was a war, literally, an actual war caused by a woman. So was she was she really worth it? I mean, the war happened, so I I have to say that it probably was. But if I was to see her, I'd probably be like, nah, she ain't worth it. She ain't worth all, all these men dying. She basic. She ain't she ain't she ain't perfect or anything like that, right? So but it happened nonetheless. So the the thing is is that a lot of stuff that has happened in life has happened for something someone cared about. Men have done things because of women. So I'm getting a little bit off topic, sorry about that. It's the idea that we gotta remember that, you know, men are the provider, they're the breadwinners, they're the head of the household, they're the leader for a reason. Because they're doing all that for the benefit of a woman, not for his own benefit, it's for her benefit. He's doing it for her, not to her, right? Not making the money to, you know, to, to you know, to make her feel less. Like, oh, I make money. You don't feel bad. No. He makes money for her. She, and, you know, so that's that's the role. But if a woman wants to be in the role where she makes money for a man, that's okay. As long as she's not, uh, you ain't shit. A real man will make money. Like, what? Wait, you went out of your way to make more money than me, but now you want to disrespect me for not making more money than you. But you are the reason why I don't make more money than you because you deliberately made sure you made more money than me. So, one, you don't respect me. Clearly, because you just disrespect me with the whole idea that you make more money than me, so you're using that to disrespect me. Men don't typically use the whole, oh, I make more money than you. As a, as a way to disrespect a woman, we don't do that because money is irrelevant. What we say, though, however, is I I take care of you. I make all this money. I, I, I bought you this after. We point out that we spend money on you. You should be uh, you should be more appreciative. You should be nicer. You should be grateful that I did a lot for you. That's the only scenario you 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 see a guy typically mention that he makes up you know about him having a lot of money. He'll like the other scenario is he'll mention he has a lot of money to impress you. See, because money matters to you as a woman, not to him, because you know all the things you want to do with the money, which is why money matters to women. Men don't care. Men are simple. Men prefer to deal with less stuff, less drama, less bullshit. Definitely. They don't want to work. I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours working. There's things I want to do. I want to travel. I want to have fun. 
You know, I want to hang out with friends and family. I don't want to spend 10, 20, 30 hours a day. <laughs> well, that's not. Well, 10, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day working, working, working. And, and then for what? I'll do it if my, if my wife is worth it, right? If my uh, significant other is worth it. But if she's not worth it because she's disrespectful, ungrateful, and this, that, and third, right? And it's like, why am I working all the, working this hard just to be disrespected? That don't make no sense. So that's why it's like, it's unfortunate that modern day women don't appreciate, you know, the traditional, the traditional marriage or just a traditional relationship. Even though it's easier to be in a traditional relationship now than it used to be back in the day because of, you know, technology. It's easier to, you know, to, to stay in communication. We have smartphones, so, you know, things should be easier. It should be easier to communicate between uh, men and women, right? Um, so we, we get the idea of traditional, the idea of, like, men and, you know, men and women, you know, playing their parts, playing the roles. You know, men usually lift the heavy, heavy stuff, throw out the trash, and then, you know, do all the yucky stuff that women don't want to do. Like, that's the thing. It was a symbiotic relationship. I do for women what they won't do for themselves. And women do for me that I won't or can't do for myself. And it's the same thing. It's like, I do for women what they can't do. Me being taller allows me to do things that they can't do, like reach tall, um, high places for them. And I play my part. And that's the thing that's so unfortunate is that there's a lot of guys who understand their role in the relationship. They understand that, yes, I'm taller than my girlfriend. Therefore, I, I know I'm going to have to reach for stuff for her. And we do it. But then when it's time for the, the girlfriend to do girlfriend things, um, she doesn't want to. And it's like, no, oh, that's, that's, that's weird. It's not how that uh, should go. If I did stuff for you, you should be doing stuff for me. That is, that is, that is what's known as fair. Men are all about um, um, equal exchange. I'm not going to say men are about fair because it's a different category. That's a different conversation. Um, but you know, at least equal exchange. If I do something for you, I, I expect something in return. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, a given. Um, but. You know, nowadays, no one wants to do the giving. Uh, men, you know, are, are you know are typically givers. Women are usually takers, and we accept that role. But now, women, uh, they're they're still takers, but now they want to. They, they, but now they want to take even more. It's like uh, now you're being greedy. You should just you know like. And then the greediness comes from the fact that. You're taking when you don't need to take. You already got your own money, but you want to take. You still want to take my money. So it's pretty selfish, really greedy on that, that part. And it's like, you know, I'm traditional, so I exist to provide for someone who otherwise can't provide for themselves, you know, or who doesn't want to. Either, either way you want to look at it. a woman who wants, uh, you know, to take care of is you know is is what I'm looking for well am I against a relationship where 
I don't have to do much for a woman. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against it. If um, it's just that I know that I have less less to offer a woman who a woman of means. I'll say that a modern woman. No, a woman of means is the best. Is the proper term. So a woman of means, I have less to offer. But if she's okay with the the less that I can give, then yeah, I'm cool with the relation. Uh, that type of arrangement, uh, that relationship. She just but she has own sense like. Um, I'm used to giving, I'm used to being beneficial, I'm used to being useful, so don't be surprised if I find someone else who will appreciate my uh, usefulness. So, that's a thing, right? But again, you know, modern day, right, modern arrangements. It's just that nowadays, it's like we can do things a little bit untraditional, which is why I'm like, yeah, modern marriages like modern relationships can be can be set up in a, in a such way where it's like yeah the woman could be in charge it you know you know you can still have the scenario where the woman doesn't have to make the money the man can still make the money but the woman could be in charge of the decision making I, I have no problem with a woman being in charge of making decisions if she's really good at it if she's really good at it i'd definitely let let her lead because she's good at it you know what i mean i because i care about you know competence right i care about um skill sets so if a woman's like that's why if a woman because i can cook but if a woman that i'm with is a better cook than me then i will want her to cook because she's better not because she's a woman i want her to cook no no it's because she's actually better if she's better than me i will want her to cook but if i'm better than her then i'll do the cooking because i'm better i care about who is better at certain things to do those certain things so if i'm a better cook than her then i'm gonna do the cooking but if she's a better cleaner than me, then she's doing the cleaning. You get the point? It's, it's just the idea that it's like there's certain tasks that needs to be done in life. And I want the best person on that job, right? So whoever is the best at certain things needs to be the one that does those certain things. Um, too often than not, some people want to play a part they can't play. They want to be, they want to have a position that they are not qualified for. They're not, they don't have the proper skill for, or even the proper mind, m mindset for. There's too many people that want to be a boss, right? But they don't know how to be a boss. They don't realize that being a boss is not about telling people to, to, to work and sit on your ass and, and get a paycheck. No, that's not what a boss is. Boss is a problem solver. Boss is the one who makes sure that everyone is doing what they're supposed to do, make sure that everyone gets paid properly, right? Make sure that every, every, everybody's time is not being wasted doing a eight hour shift, you know, doing work for eight hours. And then those eight hours worth of work was worthless because that eight hours worth of work is not going to be used to make, to make a lot of money. So that way, one, the business makes money, right? Profit. And two, you know, the boss makes money. Of course, they want their salary. And then three, the employee gets paid properly because you don't want to get in a scenario. Oh, we got, we got to do pay cuts because the business is not making a lot. It's not making a lot of money. And think about it. All the workers are like, wait, but I but I work eight hours. I'm supposed to get eight hours um, worth of work. You know, uh, eight hours worth of work. Yeah, I'm supposed to get paid eight hours worth of work. Why is my 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 hours getting cut for? I'm a hard worker, right? And it's not because of you, the worker. It's because of the business, the company, right? The bosses. They're the ones who are not doing their part. They're not making sure that the business is profitable to guarantee you those eight hours. Or ten, or yeah, or or, or um, your eight hours um, 
right? Plus overtime. The reason why overtime and stuff like that even exists is because, um, because of productivity and right because of so much profit can be made from so much extra work that they have no problem paying paying you extra to work because they know they they can make so much more money for you working that extra, those extra hours. So that's why they can offer you extra hours because there's actually extra money. You gotta understand the only way you get extra hours or even get hours to work is if there's money for you, for you. If there's money that can be given to you. So you know. So that's the thing, and that's the importance of being a boss is making sure that you can make sure that everyone else, everyone else can benefit um, from from their efforts and stuff like that by you making sure that it, the stuff they need is available. You know, too many people are just like, oh, "I'm the boss, I make the rules," but the rules suck ass. The rules are terrible. The rules is just that's that's the only rule. The rule is they're the boss. They make the rule, and that's it. And that's their actual rule. They don't have a list of rules of, of things to do that will be profitable and beneficial and everybody can you know, cooperate on stuff. They don't have no other rule other than I'm the boss, I make the rules, and then that's the only rule they have. And that's ridiculous. That's how most people are. Most people got the whole I'm a boss, I make the rules, and that's the only rule that they have, which is stupid. This is why if a woman wants to be the, the breadwinner, great. Want to be the breadwinner? You want to be responsible for the bills and the house, and, you know, and the resources, and, and pay for the trips, and pay pay for the life, pay for for college fund, all that stuff. If you want to do all that, I totally support that. More power to you, girl. But make sure that the men that you uh you know date and whatnot, and the men you're betting to be your man, that they are the type of man that wants to be in that secondary position, that they qualify for that secondary position. Don't try to take a guy who qualifies to be the breadwinner and then try to put him in second place in the relationship. No, it doesn't work that way. Clearly, it doesn't work that way. If it did, then it wouldn't be a problem. This this, pop, this episode wouldn't even be a, a episode on this podcast. If, you know, women making money, men making money can equally coexist in a relationship. No, it doesn't work that way. Somebody has to drive, someone has to be a passenger in a car. Someone has to drive the car, somebody else has to be on the passenger side. For navigation, for sightseeing, for noticing that, that somebody's about to jump into the into the into the street. Because the driver has to pay attention to the street. The, the driver can't pay attention to what's going around them. They can't sightsee. They can't just be in La La Land looking around and not paying attention to the road. The driver has to pay attention to where they're going when they're driving. The passenger is supposed to pay attention to everything else that the driver can't pay attention because the driver can't multitask. The driver can't be both the driver and the passenger. So that's why the driver drives, the passenger passes, right? But navigates, you know, pays attention. Yeah, the passenger pays attention. So that's why it's important that if a woman wants to be the driver, the woman wants to drive the car, fine. Then the man has to be the passenger. What you can't do it is have the man in the driver's seat sit on his lap and then talk about, oh, I'm driving. And it's like, uh, oh, this is, uh, this is not going to work this way. This, you know, we need, we need a passenger. We still need a passenger. Both of us can't be in the driver's seat. So that's the thing. It's like, if a woman wants to be in the driver's seat, that's fine. But understand that you need a, a, a man to be a passenger. 
And if he's okay with being a passenger and he wants to be a passenger, then that's great. But if he doesn't, don't try to force him to be a passenger. If he wants to drive, then let him get his own car and drive, and he'll find a passenger for himself. And then, like I said, you find your own passenger. But I support the traditional um, route more so than the modern route. I just, I'm open to the modern um, uh, arrangement where the woman's in the driver's seat, but but because I've literally trained my whole life to be in the driver's seat, I'm I'm not going to be in the passenger seat. You know, I, I don't. You know, I'm not against it. <laughs> you know, like you know, uh, I'm the type of person who'd rather be sitting in the back seat and have somebody driving around than to actually drive the car. But um, if if someone has to drive the car, especially to go to a certain area, location, whatnot, and there's only two people, then yeah, I I'll drive. Um, there's many many reasons why I should drive. Safety reasons, among other reasons, but thing is, is that, you know, and that's an outdoor. But if someone else is better at driving, like I already said, it's like if someone else is better at driving, I'll let them drive. Let them drive. But, you know, if it's my car, I'd rather be the one to drive it, right? So, so it's traditional. So the, let's break it down, the traditional route um, versus modern marriage route. Okay, so the traditional route um, works because the men, men play their part. They, they use their size and strength and, you know, their ability to uh, talk to other men, to interact with other men and be able to make things get you know make make things happen and then of course it's just the teamwork makes the dream work thing right men being bigger stronger stuff like that can work together and make things happen faster you know we can literally build things you know and we like to build things and we like it when our, when our females say yay you're awesome because then it just makes us want to build more shit just so we can get you know our females to be like, yay, you're awesome. <laughs> and think about it, they're not doing nothing other than saying, yeah, you're awesome yet. It is that's more than enough to make us build build empires and build freaking rockets to the moon and shit like that. Like, think about it. We we literally got men thinking about going to Mars and putting effort to go to Mars. Men are doing that. Why? Probably to go take their girlfriends on a vacation to Mars, more likely. Because realistically, why the hell do we want to go to Mars? Logically, men don't don't have a need to go to Mars. But if a woman is like, you know, if you get me to Mars, I'll have sex with you. Bang! Every man on this planet will work really hard and diligent, <laughs> diligently to make sure we can get to Mars. <laughs> so we can have some Mars sex, right? That'd be fun. But, uh, but it will be a thing, though. You know, I'm making a joke, but it will be an actual thing. That 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 will be a thing. Because think about it, some some women even already on planet Earth be like, "Yo, take me to uh, you know to Hawaii or something, and then I have sex with you or something like that." And that happens. That happens a lot. You know, take me here, I'll have sex with you. Take me there, I have sex with you. You know, there's always the monetary exchange. 
do for me, I do for you. It's like, okay, and men, you know, men will do it. You know why? Because money don't mean shit. Money doesn't matter. A man will be okay living the, his whole entire life without money because he don't care. A man can go his whole entire life with very little thing. The only thing men need in life, in you know, is uh, something to do and someone to do. And that's it. It's, it's that simple. Men are not complicated. It's just that because, you know, how life is and society and this, that, there, and interactions with women, we have to do things a little different. Men don't want to lie to women, but women want men to lie to them. Because women are the ones who taught men to lie to them. As much as you might want to believe that that's wrong, that is not. That is actually factual true. I'll say 90% of men lie to women because women can't handle the truth. That's why. That's why we lie. And I'm going to say we, even though I, I do my best not to lie. Because me personally, I'd rather not lie. But here's the thing. I'm not going to say anything. Like I won't, I won't lie to you, but I'm also not going to say anything to you. So I either will, so so, so in order not to lie to you, I will give you the silent treatment. So if you ask me a question, and I'll respond with, I don't have an answer for that. That's me refusing to lie to you. That's why I say I don't have an answer for that. So if you ask me something, and I'm like I don't have an answer for that, because of course Google and stuff like that, I could. I could always look up information, you know, I could always give you an answer to a, a question if it's, you know, if it's not something that requires me to lie. If I have to, um, and the reason I say it requires me to lie means I know I can't tell you the truth. I can't give you the real, the right, the, the real answer to your question because more likely it's going to hurt your feelings. It's more likely going to cause a problem. You're more likely not going to be happy to hear the truth. So therefore, I'd rather tell you nothing. Because I'd rather you be mad at me for giving you the silent treatment than you getting mad for me because I actually gave you the truth or I gave you an answer to your question. I'd rather you be mad at me for doing for saying nothing than for saying something, right? Because you can't use, it'd be rare for you to use my silence against me, right? Later on, you know, you're angry at me about something else and then be like, remember that one time when we were talking? Yeah. Remember you didn't say anything? Yeah, what about it? Nothing. Yeah, because I didn't say anything. Since I didn't say anything, you can't use that against me. You can't use me not saying something against me because then that looks ridiculous for you to be like, remember when you said nothing? Remember how much of a problem that was? That makes you look crazy. That makes you sound crazy. So I'd rather not say anything so that we can't try to use it against me later on in a non-relevant situation. And they out of context type situations like no no now I give you something I said in the past that pertain to one specific situation and then try to compare it to this situation. It's like no, this situation and that situation are two separate things. That's the past and no longer matters. It was resolved in the past. Right now we're in the present. So let's deal with whatever's going on right now in in the now. So whatever issue you have now, let's resolve it now. And don't try to bring it up ten years from now, because that's ridiculous. Because it's not going to matter in 10 years. So why why even bring it up? So like I said, I'd rather say nothing than to lie. Can I lie? Of course. Anybody can lie. But what's worse is when you lie to yourself, right? And most women tend to lie to themselves. And that's why I go. I say that, yes, women prefer to be lied to. Women lie to each other. 
more than men lie to women, and women lie to themselves more than men lie to women. And that's a fact. That's not an opinion. That's not some random bullshit out of the sky type shit. Like, no, it's a fact. It's a fact. This fact comes from women, comes from paying attention to them, seeing how they behave, hearing them. You know, I do have access to the internet. I do see women talk and they're and they're not acting, they're not pretending, they're not saying what men want to hear. No, they're saying their truth. They're saying what they actually believe. And they tend to lie to one another. Less than they lie to themselves. So it's like, all right, well, and that's why we say women are delusional. That's the whole point. Yeah, they're, they are delusional because they're lying to themselves all the time and they actually believe their own lies. That's the whole point of being delusional. They believe their own lies. Not only do they believe their own lies, since they obviously believe their own lies, well, of course, they're going to believe any other lie that is around them. Instead of a woman asking a man, I mean, not, not asking a man, a woman will ask a man, are you married? He'll be like, no. Of course, he's going to say no, right? Because he knows that sex will be a factor if he says no. If he says no, then sex is more likely to happen. If he says yes, then sex is definitely not going to happen, right? So he'll say yes. I mean, he'll say no. Right? He'll say no, he doesn't have a wife. But instead of first confirming that he didn't lie to you, right? Confirming that he isn't married, you'll take his word for it and then have sex and then regret it because then once you find out he's married, then it's like, oh my God, if I knew you were married, I wouldn't have had sex with you. But you didn't find out if he was married or not. You just asked and believed what he says. I'm not saying don't trust guys and don't believe what a man says. What I'm saying is, is that confirm that he's not lying. That's all I'm saying. You know, I prefer it that Nobody lies. Men and women don't lie to each other. I prefer that, but you know, I just because I prefer it doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? So the best I can do is advise you, ladies, women, to confirm. And this is for you. Confirm it. I I do that all the time. I confirm it. I don't I don't I don't believe what somebody says right off the bat. No, I have I have the whole you're innocent to proven guilty. So I'll be, I'll believe that you're not lying until I can prove that you're lying. And if I can't prove it, all right, so I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll be uh, innocent to proving guilty, right? So um, you're telling the truth until I prove you're a lie, you're, you're lying. So I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it at first. That's giving the benefit of the doubt. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you're not lying. But I will try to uh, double check. I will try to confirm it. So the main thing is do better, ladies. Um, do better more for yourself. Not necessarily do better for men. Just do better for yourself. Everybody has to do better for themselves. Take better care of yourselves. Better health. You know, better. You know, make sure you learn to defend yourself, not only emotionally but also physically, um, and vice versa. You know, <laughs> you know, take your care care of yourself emotionally. And, um, yeah, man, the traditional route tends to work out the best.
men tend to give structure. Women tend to give, uh, you know, the nurture and, and the traditions, right? They're, they're the ones who tend to teach um, manners and respect and all this stuff. And that largely comes from, from women more often than not. Men are more of the, uh, or more for discipline, more for, you know, dishing out punishment per se. More, but actually, you know, just discipline, right? The idea of discipline and structure, you know, the idea of rules, you know, and following rules and stuff like that based off of, um, you know, what's going on. The, the world, if, if the world is more dangerous, um, you know, in the streets, for example, like if it's dangerous to be outside, of course, the man will be the first one to be like, oh, kids, stay in the house, don't go outside. And then the man will be like, all right, well, I can't tell you just to stay inside. I give you a reason to stay inside. So, okay, I'll go get some video game systems, and there you go. That'll give you a reason to stay inside, and that's the, the outcome that I want. You stay inside for your own safety because outside is dangerous, right? Um, same thing as, like, if, you know, like, oh, my God, there's, you know, there's too much sun outside. Okay, I'll get you some sunglasses and get you some suntan lotion and, you know, there you go. That should be able to resolve that issue, right? Men, are, on average, are problem solvers, not problem makers, typically, right? And they are definitely not, you know, uh, uh, announcers of problems. They're not going around pointing out all the problems. They're not looking for problems, right? They're not looking for flaws in things. They focus more on what works. So if something works, then We'll just keep doing it until the day we die, right? You know what I mean, right? Um, we don't change in, you know, as much. We don't like variety as much um, when it comes to what works. Like, if something works, it works. So, I'm not saying that men can't change. We're just, I'm just saying it's like, if something works, it works. If we like something, you know, we're going to pretty much keep liking that thing. So... If we like you, we're going to pretty much like you for a long, long time. It's, it's going to take a lot for us to stop liking you. It's going to take a lot. And women have been getting good at giving us a lot to, to start hating them for, right? You know, they, they, you know, they, started, they started doing things that um, aren't good. I noticed something, um, the, the, the thing of like, if you, this is from one of my experiences, is noticing that one of my exes all the things that I liked all the things I I I I, I, I you know I, I let her know what I like I like this I like that blah blah this and that you know she was against it she didn't want to wear dresses she didn't want to wear makeup you know she didn't want to, I'm not saying she had to wear makeup all the time I'm just saying would she and a lot of the stuff was would she do it I was just asking I wasn't demanding or controlling or any of this other nonsense no I was asking would she do those things for me? Because I want to get to know her. I want to get to know uh, how she feels, what she thinks. So, of course, I asked her, what do you think about these things? What do you think about wearing a dress? Would you wear a dress? Would you wear makeup? Will you do this? Will you do that? Blah, 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 blah. You know, just letting her know, you know, what I like and what I think. Just so she could better understand me. And I'm asking her questions to better understand her. She was way more interested in not getting to know the real me. And just preferred the version of me that she 
wanted me to be. She wanted me to be a certain way, but once I started showing her, well, I'm not that way. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm a totally different type of guy. I'm I'm me. If you're like me as who I am, that's great. If you don't, you know, logically, you shouldn't be together if I'm not living up to your standards as it were, right? Because I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not an object per se, right? I'm not, I'm not just here for you to have just to have, like, like you like the idea of, like, of saying, I got a boyfriend, and then that's it, like, damn, that's it. That's all I am is just, you know, your boyfriend, that's it. I'm nothing more. I'm not someone you respect or care about, just your boyfriend. Then it's like, no, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather be not in that relationship if I'm just an accessory, if I'm just an item, you know, a list, uh, one of the items on your list of things you have in your life. You'll be quick to be like, I got a job, I got a house, I, I got a, a car, and I, I got money, and I travel, and I got a boyfriend, right? I don't want to be that, right? Like, part of that list. It should be like, I have a great boyfriend, and I have a house, car, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, the materialistic things, like the things you own, you say it after the boyfriend. Boyfriend is important. Like, I have a boyfriend. Yay, that's great. And I have all this other stuff. Don't put those other stuff above me. Like, oh, I have a house, a car, a job, a life, um, friends, and a boyfriend. Like, I shouldn't be at the bottom of the list. That's very disrespectful. I wouldn't do that to you. I'd be like, I got a wife, and I have all these things. I have a wife and kids. Of course, kids come right afterwards. I have wife, kids, and I have money and life, you know, and, and materials, right? But, you know, it's unfortunate when a woman will put you at the bottom. I literally, with this woman I'm speaking of, uh, was on the phone with her, and she was in another guy's house, room, I should be more specific. I'm on the phone, and not once did she mention that I was her boyfriend. She just referred to me as... You know, by my name, and that's it. And that was very disrespectful. It's like you're in a room, you're you're in a, in the you're in another guy's room, but you're referring, but you're not referring to me as your boyfriend to make it clear that you're on the phone with your boyfriend. Actually, I was her fiance at the time, but let's see, that's for another conversation, right? And it's like, okay, um, this. This is not cool. This is very disrespectful. Because if somebody, if I was on the phone, if somebody walked in on me while I was on the phone and be like, huh, oh, you're on the phone? Yeah, I'm on the phone with my girlfriend, fiance. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be just, oh, I'm, say her name. Like, oh, I'm just on the phone with such and such. Like, no, nah, that's a little disrespectful. You know, I will mention that she's my girlfriend. Even if the person knows who my girlfriend is by her name, I will still refer to her as my girlfriend. Like, Oh, I'm on my phone with my girlfriend or fiance at the time, right? I would, I would give that respect because she earned that title, right? She earned that position in my life. She's not just somebody I know by name. She earned a position in my life. I'm going to respect that position that I gave her. So if we get married, I'm going to be like, uh, my wife this, my wife that. I'm not just going to be calling her by her name. You know, in public, in private, I could just you know obviously call her by her name, you know. But in public, she'll be referred to as the title that she deserves, that she earned it, wife, right? Just like when you see a doctor, you refer to the doctor as a doctor because the doctor earned the title of a doctor. They got their doc doctor, right? 
so you will address them appropriately. In private, yeah, you can call them by by their first name if their first name is Billy or something. All right, so be. But in but in public, right? Get addressed with the proper title. So that's all I expect. Since I would give her that respect, all I expect is her give me the same respect in return. And on top of that, I wouldn't be in another woman's bedroom. Not re not referring to my girl girlfriend slash fiance at the time. That she is my fiance. She is my girl, right? Like I wouldn't do that. One, I wouldn't even be in no woman's uh, bedroom on the phone with my girlfriend because I wouldn't be in another woman's bedroom. I would know better than not to be there. But yeah, things uh, things are different than they used to be. But that's what I said. Uh, things are becoming more modern, where it's like she's a where it's like yeah, this seems like uh, the typical behavior of a douchebag boyfriend to be at another woman's house specifically in her bedroom of all places and him talking to his girlfriend but referring to his girlfriend as you know by her, her first name not as his girlfriend when he's in another woman's bedroom you know what i mean this is that type of scenario. i was like uh i wouldn't do this to my girlfriend slash fiance at the time right i want to do this to her so the fact that she thought this was okay to do this to me, the fact that she didn't see nothing wrong with this is like, yeah. So did those douchebag guys that used to, you know, they used to do that to women. Yeah. They didn't think it was wrong either. Think how interesting that is. They didn't think that was, that was wrong. Women thought it was wrong, but now we have a situation where a woman think it's okay. And a man saying that it's wrong. Hmm. That seems a little odd, don't you think? Because that behavior of thinking that it's not wrong to be in another person's bedroom of a diff of the opposite sex while you're talking to your significant other of the opposite sex is not wrong. That right, you know, that right there proves that it's wrong no matter who does it. It's wrong when a guy does it, and it's definitely going to be wrong when a woman does it. Because women were the first ones to even complain about that type of snap, right? They're the ones who chose the wrong deuce, the douchebag guys who, who would do that, would think that's okay to be in another woman's bedroom while in, in conversation with their significant other. But then look at the hypocrisy of doing that which you think was wrong. If you think what men do is wrong, quotation mark, right, that applies to you too. Think it's wrong for a man to go around cheating on his girlfriend it is wrong when you go around cheating on your boyfriend right common effing sense it's hypocritical if you don't agree because two wrongs don't make a right obviously so that's why it's like the traditional rule it's like two people two two drivers can't be driving a car right you know some somebody 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 has to drive and someone has to to be a passenger right? somebody somebody has to drive somebody else has to take the ride right so just decide which role you want i prefer the traditional role because logically once the woman um becomes pregnant um since she doesn't have a you know a job you know i'm talking about traditional marriage since she doesn't have a job she doesn't have to take time off of her job Right, her nine to five is what I'm referring to, uh, because being a housewife is a job. But I'm talking about 
I'm referring to the idea of, you know, a nine to five, a career. Right? She doesn't have to take time off from her job where she makes her income from in order to stay home and, you know, you know, have kids and you know, do the whole pregnancy thing for nine months, up to nine months, and then give birth and then take care of the child afterwards, right? So to make things simpler, the woman stays home, you know, well, the woman doesn't have to work because the man will do the working for both of them. So he's going to to do what it takes so he can provide not only for himself, but also for her. And since most men need way less things than, than, than women do, than children do, because children and women are largely consumers. They consume a lot. Men don't consume as much. You know, men don't want, need as much, don't want as much. Men need very little. Men want very little. So because of that, it, they have what's known as abundance. They, they always have extra to share, which is what men always did, was share. Well, the good men anyway, right? Let's be more specific. So real man makes a lot and shares it. Real woman appreciates the sharing and returns the favor with kindness, at least. Bare minimum, be nice. Then there's the extra stuff, right? So that's the traditional role. Now the modern potent, you know, potential role of the woman being the breadwinner and being in charge and being the leader and this and that, um, with the guy, you know, following her lead, you know, the guy allowing her to be, you know, making ninety percent of the, the decisions. How does that work? You know what I mean? Does it work? We'll see. That's the thing. We're currently in the time in society where women can make money, lots of it. So let's see if they can do the role, if they can be in charge, if they can be a provider. All right, all the bills are paid.